Hi, stranger. It's been, it's been... Uh, What's that song? That R&B song? It's been six months, eight days, 12 hours <laughs> since you've been... Anyways, it's been it's like about that much, man. It's been forever. Uh, since the last time we spoke, you started a new podcast. You have twins now and you own a mansion. <laughs> Sheesh. Shut up. Dude, when was the last time we recorded? It was, what, was it 2020? So, like in the middle of a shut up, it was in the middle of like quarantine, dude. I think the last time we recorded, my office was boarded up. Do you remember the riots? Oh, yes, because of like the looting. Did did anything ever happen because of that, or no? No, thank goodness, nothing ever happened. But Uh we were ready, dude. It's crazy. Dang, that was last summer. And then you spoke that you hired more people. Honestly, I think I saw a picture (laughs) of like your team on Instagram. Yeah. And I was like, I don't recognize anybody but Judy. Like, I don't know who's, <laughs> who's who anymore. Oh, my gosh. Did you did you see that we we celebrated our four year anniversary? Did I you know. See that? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I have there are 14 of us now. 14 <sighs> employees. Yeah. It, it's so crazy. How much is your overhead? Like percentage wise, like percentage wise, would you say no, like oh eighty percent? Like how much? It's like um two hundred percent. Stupid, two hundred percent. I'm just trying to hire everybody so that we could just party all the time because we just throw so many. <laughs> you kind of do. <laughs> oh it's kind of crazy. No, um, our overhead. Oh, like I feel like I should know these numbers. You have to, you have to let me do some research before I hit record. Cause you know, I don't know any of this off the top of my head. Is that awful to say as a business owner? I got, I mean, to a I lot like of, that's awful. I don't know. I like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I like your, um, your way of everything. Like, you know, George and Richard and then would be like, you got to know the analytics to everything. Yeah. But I'm kind of your, your style where I'm like, man, I just want to make sure I got money in the bank and that's it. Yeah, no, we um we we have like 50 cents in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> we have like 50 cents. Dang, so your overhead's over 80%, huh? Or no? I'm sure it's uh, I think our overhead is 70%. Not too bad. Yeah. So then what did you do for your four-year anniversary? Oh, we had so much fun. Okay, so I was debating whether or not I was going to take another limo to Napa to bring the girls over. But then our team is so big and they're like, you know, maybe we can save that for our five-year anniversary. I was like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. So because we have a a new podcast, so we have Little Black Dress Pod, of course, I was like, well, let's just go out to a nice steakhouse and the dress code is going to be Little Black Dresses. And that was our theme. So I took the entire team to a fancy steakhouse in Midtown, Sacramento. And we had such a nice dinner and cocktails. And then afterwards, after dinner, oh my gosh. Okay. So side note, you would think that a really nice restaurant would be like cranking the AC. Well, okay. I think they probably were, but they sat our party right next to the bar, which typically if you have a, like a small group, you want to have like a more private dining experience towards the back of the restaurant, which they did not. So, and the bar, they had Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan was performing at, at the stadium. Shut at the, up. Yes. The, you saw him. No, I didn't see him, but oh. he, 
Okay, so where where this the um the Kings play, where it's called Doko, which is downtown commons. So the steakhouse is inside of the Kimpton Boutique Hotel. It's called the Sawyer. Mm-hmm. So it's it shares the plaza with the arena. So there was like thousands and thousands of people. So the bar to the restaurant, typically they have it closed so that they could only serve the people inside the restaurant. But for the event, I'm thinking they wanted to capitalize on the fact that there are a lot of people wanting to get wasted, right? Before they go see Joe Rogan. <laughs> so they had the, there There are those, um, the glass door, it almost looks like a garage type of door that will swing up. Uh-huh. So, so it was nice. It would have been nice, except it was freaking balls hot outside. So all of us ladies are in our super nice black dresses. Our makeup is done. Our hairs did. And we are freaking sweating. We're like, dude, we asked the manager multiple times, like, hey, can you like crank the AC? And they did. And you would feel the AC coming for a little bit. But because we're right next to the open bar, it didn't matter. So, yeah, we were like fanning ourselves while we were eating ribeye. Like, okay, (laughs) this is not this is not sexy. And then they had... This is so gross. They had like You're like what smells like sweat? <laughs> is it the ribeye or is it <laughs> so gross? Oh man. We were we were so hot that the seats are made of leather. Oh, we're like worst. sticking to the freaking seats. We're like, this is not cute. I know that women aren't supposed to sweat, but man, we were like like literally peeling ourselves off of these chairs. And you know, like in the age of COVID, right? Like nobody wants to work. And, oh, yeah. you know, like the restaurants are still trying to see all of these patrons because, you know, they've been shut down. All the businesses are just trying to survive. Service was slow. We're now sweating our asses off. And like literally, yeah. Like literally. <laughs> and the entire dinner was, we're, we we almost ran late for our next reservation, which after dinner, we planned on going to the rooftop bar, which which we did. It's called the Revival at the Sawyer. It's so nice. Ooh. You see downtown Sacramento, all the lights. And then there's this huge pool in the middle of the rooftop bar and just ample seating. And it was just so nice to connect with the girls and just talk outside of the office. So that was our four-year anniversary. It was awesome. What was the rest? the first restaurant? What was the name of the first restaurant? was Echo and Rig. And they didn't have like good AC happening? Like, no, the, the AC was fine. It was only because the we were sitting right next to the bar and the bar had their their floor to ceiling windows open. Jeez. To dude. serve the outside people. Yeah. So the line to get drinks just outside of the restaurant was so long. I was like, what the hell? Why can't we like sit in the back? Like, Did you ask him that or no? No. I'm like, dude, but who who does that? Who puts a party of 14 or 13 like right in the front of the restaurant? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's because like, oh, there's ladies oh my gosh. at the bar, you know? I don't know. Okay. This is so side tangent, but you know, that's how I roll. Uh-huh, this uh-huh. is, I feel like there's so much to tell you about because we haven't spoken it's totally okay. So Brian and I and our family, we went to Hawaii. Oh my gosh, Michael. For your anniversary, right? 
No, our oh. anniversary. That was close. Our, an- <laughs> our anniversary is in December. Oh. But, but we, this was our first like real family vacation since quarantine, right? So we went to Maui. This was at the end of July. So we basically celebrated Cody, our baby, who's not who's not a baby anymore. He's like freaking three years old. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The poor kid has never had a birthday either, like a real birthday party. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Cody. <laughs> I think he thinks there were only like five people in the whole world <laughs> until we went to until we went to Hawaii. Like there's more of us. <laughs> What the hell? Mind was blown. But anyways, I just want to tell you this other dining Uh, experience because it was so bad. So if you were listening to this, make sure do not eat at Roy's in Kanapali. Roy's in Maui. Oh, I saw this on your Instagram. Yeah. Did you see it? Yes. Uh huh. Did I tell you the story? Tell tell me. Tell me anyway. Okay. Okay. So COVID, right? Just screwed everything up right so now hawaii you like you have to book out all your restaurant reservations months in advance like literally months in advance if you are planning on traveling to hawaii you have there's a good chance that you don't even have a car rental unless you reserved it months also in advance like there were people driving you halls because there was no <laughs> rental cars but okay so brian of course, we didn't really understand the gravity of the situation with reserving everything before we went. And Brian, when when we did reserve, it was maybe a month and a half before we were scheduled to, to go. So we wanted a really nice family dinner one night. And it's Brian, myself, our three boys and Brian's parents. So there's a total of seven mm-hmm. of us, right? That was you and Brian. Okay. Yeah, no, I wish. No, I shouldn't say that out loud. <laughs> Just kidding, Cody. Just kidding, Cody. Uh, so there are seven of us in our party. And in Hawaii, on Open Table, you can't reserve a party larger than six, right? Oh. So Brian, he made two reservations to try to beat the system. He made one for a party of four and one for a party of three. Because four plus three equals seven, if you guys didn't catch four, five, six, seven. Oh, Uh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Counting on my hands. Okay, but but honestly, this was also like on a random Tuesday, but at 4.30 p.m. for dinner. Like, That's such an early dinner. Early bird special. Right. So Brian's like, okay, it's 4.30. Who the heck is going to be eating dinner at 4.30? So we made it. And then we get to the restaurant. And this douchebag, Michael, I swear, I get a lot of douchey people who. <laughs> who hey, wait, really quick. With. Do yeah. you still have your neighbor who's a douche? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, he, we'll, we'll talk about every him day, later. Every day he'd be douching. <laughs> he'd be douching. Every, that should be an acronym every or something. Be, Anyways. Be okay. Um, so this guy, he's like checking in the party, us. And he notices like, Okay, there's seven of us. And he said, okay, I see here, though, that you made two reservations, one for four and one for three. And we're like, yeah, because we couldn't do it online. He's like, well, you guys have to wait and I have to see what we can do about it. Meanwhile, we look around Roy's. There's literally three other parties in this massive restaurant, Michael. Three other Uh parties. Uh Like the the restaurant is empty. He's like... (laughs) I need you to step aside uh, while I help this next couple. So 
a couple walks in after us. No, this story, you can't even make this shit up. <laughs> a couple walks in after us, literally two people. And he seats them, he checks them in and seats them right away at a round table for eight. Okay, just uh, keep that in mind. Hold on. Just, I, I want you to see the picture. There are lots of empty tables. And now he seats a party of two at a round table for eight. And then he makes our party wait maybe another five, six minutes longer. And then he calls us up and he says, okay, I was able to find you uh, tables. And he's like, follow me. So we walk, we walk, we walk. We're literally passing probably... 50 tables on our way to the back of the restaurant, Michael. The, 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 the restaurant is so empty. He continues to walk. Literally, I think he almost walked us through the back door exit. And there are two tables of four set up and they are six feet apart. And he says, okay, one party can sit here and one party can sit there. And then we're like, okay, we'll just move them together because obviously I have three little kids, yeah. sons. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, by the state of Hawaii that we are not able to combine these two tables. And we like look at him and we're like, so you want our party to split up even though we came in the same vehicle here because of this COVID regulation? He's like, yes, that's what I'm telling you. Because you guys entered two parties two reservations on open table. And, <laughs> and then Brian was getting so heated. Like you could see him. He's like, I'm sorry. I feel like I am much more aware of COVID than you are being that I'm a physician. <laughs> and the guy was so rude. Right. And I, and then I said, so you're saying that you're basically punishing us for making two separate reservations because this is what you're saying is the only thing that's available at the moment even though we are looking at a completely empty restaurant and the couple of two that you just sat at a table for eight you think that was a smart choice he's like well that was um that that was what we had for them that's what we had reserved for them for a, t a party of two like we were getting so heated and we're like you know what we want to speak to your manager and he's like well I'm the manager of this location. And then we said, we are not dining at this establishment. The level of customer service is horrendous. It was so bad that the other three parties that were there, including the couple. So the couple, we started walking out towards the front. The couple who was sitting at a table for eight, the woman stopped us and she said, what's going on? And I, I told her, I was like, we're actually going to be leaving this restaurant because of the level of customer service. We've never been so mistreated before in any of our previous dining experiences. He's telling us that we are not even able to combine the two tables. And she said, well, that's ridiculous. Here, you can take our table. Aww. We don't need it. Like, why don't, why don't you and your family sit here? And I said, oh, thank you so much. I really do appreciate that. But that isn't the point. The point is we don't want to give this, this restaurant our money. Did like he that, see that when she did that? Oh, yeah. Everybody what did he saw do? it. What did he, he do? He was just quiet. Like, he was just quiet. And <laughs> oh my gosh. could you believe that? Like, an entirely empty restaurant. And then seating a couple at such a large table that he could have easily placed us at. Okay, so then after she saw you guys, she, you told her that what happened after that? She left too or no? 
No, they ended up staying. Oh. They ended up staying. I know. That would have been amazing if everybody just walked out. I thought that's what the end of the story was going to happen. I thought right? that was going like to happen. Mic drop. But yeah. you know what's pretty cool? Like, because of social media, because I put it on, I didn't, like, put them on blast, like, whatever restaurant it was. Because of social media, so many people ask me what restaurant that was because they were visiting Maui within the next few weeks. And I told them what happened and none of them were going to eat there. They were like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I asked because we almost made reservations there. So it wasn't just me. It was like multiple reservations afterwards that this stupid person thought that he could just like, what is even the point of that? Like, why would you treat people like that? I don't know. Maybe he just couldn't like understand. You know what I mean? Like some people are like, my brain doesn't work that way. I had it already set to this. I don't know. Oh my gosh. He, no, he just had a ridiculous power trip. Like he He was was like, he wanted to prove a point that you couldn't beat the system by making a a four reservation and a three reservation and magically combine them. Like he taught us, he taught us. (laughs) But sorry, that was such a long tangent. I just had to get that off my chest. What is the name of the, what is it? Roy's? Roy's, the, uh, a nice establishment. I'm going to go just to check it out to make oh sure. That I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. No, right. I'm not. Can you make a reservation of four and three and it's only you just and me. your wife? I know, yeah. <laughs> That'll be hilarious. Dude, that sucks, man. That really. Did you leave a review or no? No, I didn't leave a review. Oh, my gosh. Are you yeah. serious? I you should have. I hate leaving negative reviews because I, I'm so triggered by them. Like, it hurts my heart to get a not five-star review so I vow that I won't be that that person that Karen who leaves a review <laughs> even though this one was well deserved have you gotten a negative review since the last time we spoke I'm sure yeah you haven't oh, you don't yeah. check your reviews you know I get so triggered by them that I actually turn off my email notifications like I have such a thing about always wanting everyone to be so wowed by us you know and it's it's tough ever since ever since covid I feel like the expectations from people have become crazy. Like what do you mean? I, I, like, I don't, I think that people have been quarantined for so long that they now have forgotten manners and patience and courtesy. It's like, they might only think there's only five people in the world that exist. And exactly. Then... <laughs> exactly. Why? Have oh, the, your patients like come out? Oh my gosh. New the amount of families that we've dismissed after reopening from COVID has skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. And also the, okay, so the thing that I, I hate about negative reviews, especially, I mean, the fact that we are, we're bound by HIPAA compliance. So a patient can basically lie through their teeth about what happened, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if you even mention a fee of any gravity, right? Like you can say, oh, you owe us 20 bucks and you actually collect, right? Or Mm -hmm. you demand collecting that from the patient and they don't want to. That could trigger a very nasty Yelp review. And people lie all the time, right? But you you can't defend yourself. You can't talk about anything that happened with that patient's case. You can't talk about treatment. You can't, you can't basically tell your side of the story. So that's what I hate about it. Like, I feel like we're at the mercy of a crazy person who ends up leaving a review who most likely we didn't even want in our practice to begin with. Like, there's this one guy who left a review Mm -hmm. that 
he went on and on and on talking about how he's like this. Um, he he spent so much money at our office that he was a valued client. And then all of a sudden we hit him with a $50 or whatever um, late, late fee cancellation. Oh, you're okay. doing that? You do that? Oh, yes. We've totally done that. And that is what's pissing everybody off. But honestly, when you're already so short staffed, we went from three hygienists down to two. And then <sighs> now we had no, no hygienists to cover, right? Like nobody wants to work. And, and then um, we just did not have anywhere to put these patients. So we're like, I'm so sorry. Like, please, like we're like overstaffed. There's a national hygiene shortage. We please be patient with us. We're trying to get you in. So we have basically a wait list of hundreds of people, Michael, who the, the girls at the front are check marking and making sure that we're trying to get them back on the books. It's that bad. Well, so that bad understaffed or, or what do you mean? Uh, not anymore understaffed, but we were understaffed. Like we just hired uh, another hygienist. But so if I, if I were to be like, okay, I'm a new patient. I want to schedule, I have an emergency or not an emergency. I just want to schedule an appointment like Monday. Could I? I think the next time that we are available is like months. I, we're booking into next year for new patients, like February, oh. March. It's crazy. What? Okay, go back to the dismissing of the families then. So you're dismissing families a ton because you feel like they are mainly because of the cancellation fee? No, well, no, they're, they're just rude. Like everyone on our team is so gracious and so kind. And I mean, I hear how they answer the phones. I hear how they talk to patients when they're dismissing them or welcoming them into our office. Like we don't deserve to be treated like crap. Yes, it's an awful situation and our schedule is crazy right now, but we are trying to make things work. And it's the people who have zero patients. Oh, okay. So this guy, mm -hmm. this guy, oh my gosh. Every time was it, he was it EBD? schedules, what's that? You made it up. Everyday be douching. EBD. Everyday be douching. Yes. Okay. EBD. Everyday be douching. This guy. Oh my gosh. He had already late showed or, or when he does show up, he's 45 minutes late always. And then he no showed or late canceled. So with less than 24 hours notice five times, Michael, five oh my times. Gosh. So then we, this last time, I kid you not, we had blocked three hours for crown preps with Dr. Cassie, three hours that he failed to show. Like he, I think he messaged an hour before. And of course it's not enough time to fill three hours. So now Cassie's like doing nothing, right? Mm -hmm. Twiddling her thumbs. So then we finally said, you know what? We're just going to tell this guy, like we have to impose this late cancellation fee. And you hadn't imposed it the other times? No, we didn't. Oh and God. then he went on, on Yelp and Google and was like talking about how blah, blah, blah. We don't respect his time. And, and he even, I didn't even talk to him. He even pulls my name into the conversation that he tried to get in touch with me and that I just ignored his request, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh my gosh, people will just say whatever the heck they want. Can and you at that time though, be like, look, sir, 
you've ditched us five times. Yeah. Yeah. I said that in very broad terms. I said, I'm sorry, but this is our cancellation policy. We really think about this before we act on this because we don't, we do value your time and we do understand that emergencies happen. But then I said, but if it's the fifth time, then yes, it's obvious that it's just not going to be a good fit moving forward. Yeah. Can you even say in the review, like, hey, three hours of our time, not even close to 50 bucks. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think someone from the maybe Judy had had charged him like a hundred dollars. And that was pretty cheap. Like normally it's fifty dollars per hour that you reserve. Right. Because that's a lot of time. And he's like he even talked about that. He's like 50 or 100. But can you believe they had the nerve to charge a hundred dollars for this amount of time? He's like, I can understand twenty five dollars, but. (laughs) Hundred, <laughs> like, are you kidding? Like, you think the doctor's time is worth twenty five dollars? Did he reply back to your reply or no? He did on Yelp, so um, he changed his two star review to one star, and he said, "For your information, like, I know I haven't, I haven't missed five in a row. That's a lie. All this stuff. I'm like, I'm, I'm not gonna play this game. I'm not gonna go back and forth." Like, this is what our records show. This is not the office for you. (laughs) You know what sucks, dude, is that this is the type of stuff that lives in our head, like rent free. You know what I mean? Like they're, it's just living in there. Oh yeah. And, and we, oh man, that guy. Oh, we like literally our office bends over backwards to accommodate these patients. Like if they are running 25 minutes late for a 60 minute appointment, we accommodate it because we know that it happens like, okay, okay. Yeah. We'll see you. We'll see you. But I think, you know, something I've learned or something I'm still learning is that a lot of these older offices that I worked at, like I never understood that before, Mm -hmm. but the older, the, the other dentists, they would draw very firm lines, very firm boundaries on what they will accept and what they will not accept from patients. Like they draw the line in the sand and say, you know what, if this patient is 10 minutes late, then we're going to reschedule. It's about training the patient to respect our time too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I was talking to Sandy Pardue about that the other day and she's like, yeah, you, Mm. you have to train your patients. Like they, they're like kids, you know? And um, I guess you kind of forget that. I mean, you want to be nice too. Like you're a nice person. So like, I would always want to be nice too. Like, I don't want to be like that. Yeah. Such a, I think I would have to delegate that to somebody. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. It's, oh, and, and okay. So something else that I've been like thinking about was I obviously smiling because my baby, like it's my startup baby. And for so long it was just me and I would get triggered if my reviews were, you know, not a hundred percent, like not stellar. Mm -hmm. And I thought that after stepping down or stepping, taking a step back from the clinical, because now I have two other docs who are doing most of the new patient exams, most of the recall exams, honestly, I'm barely there. When I'm there, I'm taking care of like my cosmetic cases and Invisalign. That's basically what I've been doing. I've been focused on. Mm -hmm. I thought that if I am seeing 
less patients, I wouldn't be as triggered by negative reviews. And it is not the case at all. I still very much like, even if I've, I, we've gotten recent like four star reviews and I'm reading um, it. I'm reading the four star one right now. Yeah. And I, I'm not even in those reviews anymore. Like I, sometimes I don't even know I've never met these patients and I would think like, oh, okay, well, you know, growth happens like some, you know, some, it's not, it's not going to be a good fit or whatever, but I take every single review so personally still, like it's still my baby. And I don't know how to not feel that way. Detach from it. Yeah. Now yeah, I get you. I don't I know how. Dude, but look, like I'm looking at your, you're, you're at five, your average is five. It says five for 752 reviews. Your average is five. But and I like, still, I will focus on the not five stars. I know. What is up with those humans like that? Like yeah. I, I, I 100% kind of get you sometimes yeah. you do everything right and then why yep why is why why are you like that yeah that's something to i guess maybe just yeah like what you're doing turn off everything right don't look at it i don't know yes. i don't know so anyways you're still getting good reviews you're getting a bunch of people who are ebding right and then at the same time <laughs> you are now hiring on a new hygienist because the last one left or what Yeah. So we had a hygienist apply. (laughs) She had been following our social media for a long time. And she, she actually knows someone who is on the team already. So she's ever since she, she finished or she got her hygiene license. She said, like, I want to be a part of your team. The -hmm. problem is that she lives in Galt, which is like an hour and a half away from Folsom. (laughs) What? It's like an hour, hour and a half away. And and we said, you know, these are our hours. We don't want you to get burnt out. Like this is a very long commute. And she said, no, no, no. I totally, I'm good. Like, I really just want to be on this team, blah, blah, blah. I'm fine with the commute. And then first thing we know is like a month later, she basically said, yeah, the hours aren't working for me. Like we literally said, these are the hours that we need somebody. And then what do I do? Of course, I try to accommodate, right? I'm always trying to accommodate like, okay, well, I know that we really need someone for the six o'clock shift, but okay, how about we have you end at 4 p.m. and have you only do one nighttime shift? And that was a month in. I was already bending over for that. And then a few weeks later, she's like, Mm, yeah, I think I have health issues. Like I'm really sick. I can't, I can't come to work. And we're like, okay. And so basically she was finding an excuse to not come anymore. Really? Yeah. Like I wish she would have just said, you know, I'm sorry, but I really thought I could do this commute and I can't not like, trying to make up other excuses so so you let her go but yeah so she's she's not in the office anymore and then for a while we just didn't have a third hygienist and now we do and and um our last one is amazing she just came on board not too long ago but so far she's been awesome so you have how many employees in total there are 14 of us have you lost anybody like like that after COVID, they're just like, I don't want to do this no more. I'm going to take unemployment. No, we've 
we have everybody and then hired more <laughs> since COVID. <laughs> Except for that one hygienist. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got you. Really quick side note. I was reading the the review from the guy you were telling me that you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he said he didn't miss any appointment. Oh my gosh. That was <laughs> such a lie. Like, then, I don't, can we talk about this? Can I read it? Or no, is that totally against the hypothy? Cause then he says like, I'm not going to read it word for word. Cause just in case, but like, I mean, uh, he's the one who wrote the review. So that's a public record. If you want to read it. That's true. Cause he says yeah. like, I do agree, however, that it was time to go when I realized that the business practices there are to blame the customer. <laughs> I, when clearly it's the responsible, I don't know what the I was for, but when clearly it's the responsibility of the business to explain the policies. Which is actually the very first thing that the patient signs when they come in for their new patient exam. It's like a two page, like these are our policies or it, we would kindly ask you for X amount of time if you need to reschedule or cancel your appointment. It is so clearly stated there. So uh, oh, not me, even. <laughs> I was going to say like, could I write to him and be like, you know what I mean? Like reply. Can you do it on Yelp or no? I don't know. <laughs> oh, Yelp is so like such a mafia, dude. I don't even know. Dude, if, like, I freaking oh, Yelp. Yelp is like the bane of my existence. Like they just hide all of your five star reviews. I have so many reviews that are not currently recommended, right? So they won't show it, and they're all the five star reviews. Like, oh, that's, that's awesome, stupid, man. But yeah. but at least it you have an average of five on there, though. You know what I mean? Smile and company. So I think that's good. So then since the last time we recorded, what else is like happened? I know you started a podcast. I know it's going to be like a little bit sidetracked, but like, I feel like last time we spoke, you were super busy. And, and did you mention a second location in the <laughs> last one too? Cause I mean, I, I feel I like all that. And then I'm like, yeah. oh man, talk to me about that. Okay, can you? So, well, since you just brought it up. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you had mentioned it in the last one though. No? No, no, actually I did just, so yes, we started a, a podcast and then on the latest episode, I actually just announced it, but yeah, we are, holy smokes. We've, so these past four years have been amazing, like truly, truly amazing. Just lots of growing and a lot of great memories and I also think that I've just changed so much since the first time we recorded. Like, you remember how I didn't want to delegate anything. I wanted to do all the social media. I wanted to see all the patients. Like, it was all me, me, me. Yeah. I, I had so many hands in all these different cookie jars. And then I didn't really know how I was going to react to letting another doctor see my patients. Well, you did at one time, remember? And you hated yes. it. I hated it. I hated it because it was the wrong time. Like that was when uh -huh. I left for maternity leave. So it was like, I was forced to let someone help me, but I wasn't ready mentally for that. Like my mindset was all different. Were you ready now or no? Were you still like, like, how do you know when is the right time then? I think you have to just figure that out. Like your, your minds, you, when you are finally in the space where you can let go of control in your office, when you are better at delegating, when you hire amazing people and you trust that whatever task they're given, they're actually completing it. 
that I think is one of the first step. But if you're, if your idea of hiring an associate is just so like, oh yeah, you can, you just want the associate there so you can play golf on Friday. Like, I think that's, I mean, it works for some offices, but then also those offices are the, the ones that are going to cherry pick like the cases, right? Like mm-hmm. I truly, I truly just want, honestly, if I could just podcast all the time, I would. <laughs> it's I pretty really cool, would. huh? It's pretty it's cool. It's pretty fun. It's so yeah. fun. And do you know I like to talk? Did you know that? No way. Um, <laughs> remember how you, you even told me that I could just like have a conversation with myself? Yourself, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why am I even here? Yes, and then there you go. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So I think so this whole like four years has just been a complete evolution. It's been a it's been a journey for me, like from wanting everything done exactly my way, wanting it all to be about me, me, me. Like I'm the brand, I'm the face. Now I don't even like it when I see on the schedule Dr. Ashley only for a patient pop-up. I'm like, what is that? Why does that patient only want to see me? Like I've met them one time. Why are they requesting me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, so I don't want that anymore. I want, I want my amazing associates to flourish. I want them to be the new face. Like I don't want people to look for me. I want to be hiding out in the corner so that I could just freaking record a podcast <laughs> and then plan our freaking startup retreat conference. yeah how's that coming along oh it's not <laughs> you know because, <laughs> because oh because uh, i have so many things that i'm still trying to do right dude, okay you know how many people have asked me about it like hey i'm i want to participate i want to do whatever i can i want to i'm like i don't know it's 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 all ashley like i don't know dude. what to yeah you want to be a part of the planning i mean you're obviously going to be there yeah yeah I'm going to be here podcasting. Before we get on this tangent of the startup retreat, since you asked me about like where I'm at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. With the practice. Okay. So now obviously we started off with just me and I had three employees in the beginning, four employees mm-hmm, total. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now I have 14 of us and oh my gosh, I don't know why I get butterflies just saying this out loud. Um, but I was deciding for a really long time whether or not I wanted to open another location. And just over the weekend, like just, so everything is still very much happening now because I just secured funding at the end of last week. So I recorded an episode on Little Black Dress and I basically talked about like the things that I fear and um, go listen to it. You should listen to it. Are you telling the audience or me? You and the oh, audience. Yeah, 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 you should go listen to it. But yeah, like, so we are, we're going to buy um, another location and I'm going to do a second startup. And you know what? All the things that I have learned from the first location, we're just going to make the second one that much better. So, and I'm going to, of course, document the entire journey. So, man, if you're in the middle of doing a startup, let's do one together. The it's making amazing. of, is it going to be Smile & Co. too or no? Uh, yeah. Making Dude, Smile how far is it from your actual practice? It is 35 minutes. Oh, okay, so that, that's not, is it bad? I don't know. What I do mean, you? It's, it's far enough that it pulls a completely different demographic. 
but still close enough that it's drivable. Like you can listen to a podcast episode. Where are we going to document this on? Oh my gosh. Black, black dress or um, making I of? I think it, or? it should be the making of. And I am, I'm so gung-ho about like the documenting part because I feel like the first time around I didn't do enough as far as like telling the actual concrete details. Like this is what I needed to secure funding. These were the Ooh. forms that I filled out. Like this is what the first bank told me. Like, you know, all of those, those steps. But now that it's fresh in my head, oh man, it's so much content. Dude, let's do it. Let's make it. Hey, question about that. Do you get annoyed still when you see people copying your name? I mean, they say imitation's the greatest form of flattery, right? Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's annoying, but I can't. I mean, I have to accept it. it it's it's amazing that people are are finding inspiration in Smiling Co. and, and what we've built. So I will take it as a compliment. I was always wondering, what, didn't somebody sue you for the other one? Yeah, and I'm like, what, isn't bro. this illegal? Like, I don't get what's the whole. I know. Technically, I could go after anybody who comes remotely close to my name. But oh, gosh, dude, we OK. Everybody Lawyers. listening. We we even saw one that had the same font and everything. <laughs> we were like, are they for real? Is this is really yeah. happening. I right. forgot. I was, anyways, dude, that's super exciting. Super duper exciting that you're going to start your Next, I don't want to ask all the details yet. When can we start documenting that? Let's start like now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Let's like, and okay. So you need to teach me your amazing videography skills. You know, I got a gimbal because I am, I'm, I'm going to do this right. I'm going to like, do like the floor plan and I'm going to bring the video into like meetings with my contractor and with my designer, like all the things. It's going to be amazing. Dude, and then we're going to make a YouTube channel. On the whole process. The oh, my god! The whole gosh. process. We're going to do a Smiling Co. reality show. I like how you were like, all I want to do is podcast, but I'm opening up a second practice. <laughs> 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 and I want to throw a startup conference. <laughs> oh, that made me laugh, man. But, hey, it's, I remember you were talking about this at one point when you were like, I don't know if I want to be the the that one practice who just does is known in the community that's it or open up multiple locations right yeah and um what made you decide to open up multiple locations honestly i just i know that we've outgrown our space and as much as i complain about you know overhead and like staff costs and everything's just so expensive Something that I'm so proud of is just the culture that we've created in our office. And I love my team. My team works so amazingly well together. And I, the idea of giving my team an actual break room, an actual space where they can relax and where we can meet and have real meetings where they can sit down at the table together like a family. That's what I want. And this this building, I was, I was with Brian and Brian has uh, a broker who was introduced to him by his partner. And um, he, he showed me like this other location. Like first I was looking just in Folsom and my, my plan was always to keep the original location because I love it. Like, I love how cute our, 
our Smile & Co. office is. Yeah. Um, so I, that would be like my quote unquote flagship location. And and this broker met us one day and, and we just perused some properties. And I also met with another broker and it just didn't work out. But this one broker said, like, after he showed us one property, I said, yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's fine. And he said, you know what else? Like, I don't know if you're thinking about maybe a little further, but I do know this other location that you may want to see. And as I intrigued, right. And I said, okay, so how soon can you see it? Like, can we go there right now? And he's like, let me check. And, and then he ended up showing us that afternoon and Michael, oh my gosh, as soon as I saw it, I just said, okay, let's do this again. <laughs> Wait, are you going to get rid of your other place then? And no. Everybody? Oh, okay. No. So we're going to have two locations and you know, okay. So my team, I just told them on Tuesday this week, mm-hmm. I just told them because, because we just secured funding not that long ago and I didn't want them to get their hopes up and then funding falls through or we fall out of contract. Right. Yeah. So I told them on Tuesday and they were so freaking ecstatic. They were like, so giddy. And you know, what was like the cutest response ever that almost like made me cry. They said, so does that mean that we have to split up? Like, oh, like, how amazing is that, right? Like, yeah. they, they love working with each other so much that even though they're so excited at this growth and this new location, the thought of not all being together all the time was saddening. Isn't I know. That crazy? That's super cool, man. It's that's so cool. That's like, because uh, I remember at the beginning, uh, not the beginning, but like kind of like middle beginning, your team was kind of bumping heads. You know what I mean? Or like there was yeah. like division. Yes. And that is when you know that it's just not the right team. Because yeah. as soon as we got the bad apples out of the office, it's our trajectory just went up so fast. I think that the hard thing is like finding the bad apples, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and determining it. But I'm excited. I'm excited. I'll ask you more details off air because I want to see for when we're going to document this and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Startup retreat. Oh my gosh, we need to do it. Yes. What What is the deal with that? What's happening? Just so everybody can understand and listen and I can just direct them to this episode. Is it happening? No, it's going to it's gonna happen. It's going to happen. When I just gonna... don't know when. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh wait, okay. Oh yes, okay. And also, I wanted to pick your brain. Like how big do you think? Because do you know how many people have already volunteer to sponsor oh man dude so many we can be billionaire no i'm just kidding (laughs) but But for reals though like i literally put it out there with zero information there are zero details about this this retreat (laughs) and we already have people who are sponsoring it which is amazing Like, like how amazing is that i was even thinking i was like this could literally be like a 30 minute thing where we're just like hey guys we're at Chili's uh you know that's it and then we got a bunch of sponsors but uh it's like the fire festival Uh, everybody pays for their own meals too we're like no you got it you guys got it you guys got it but um I don't know yeah we got it we got to talk about that and and brainstorm on that a little bit more you know yeah for reals or I, I don't know we'll see but other than that, 
All right, Ashley, I know it's you've been working all day nonstop. Um, (laughs) We were technically supposed to record like almost two hours. Yeah, and then (laughs) you had patience, patience, and then I know you're super busy. So, hey, really quick, when do you record uh, your podcast? On Fridays. Oh, okay. Anyways, so yeah, it's been, I know you're super busy and everything like that. So, Ashley, site is out. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Making Of. It's been so nice to connect with you, Michael. I know it's been a year and a half, I swear. It's been so long, but um, we're going to document it again. What do you say, partner? Dude, this you is, up for if, it? if you're up for it, we're going to make it happen. We're going to do it like way better than ever before, you know? Way better. All the details, all the meetings, all the, the drama for your mama. Tune in. Make sure to subscribe, share, and then do it with us. Like freaking follow your dreams, guys. It's amazing. You'll never regret it. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So guys, yes. if you can, leave a review. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Yes. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye.